Hello and welcome back to another episode of Secrets Behind the Music Business. I'm your host, Barry Victor, and today we have with us a special guest who is an artist manager, Mr. Shane Ginnon. Welcome, Shane. How you doing today? Hey, Barry. How's it going, man? I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you being on the show with us today. Now, before we jump into the questions, would you uh, give us a background of how you got into artist management and how long you've been doing it? Oh, that's a great, great question. Um, I've been doing the artist management for, for a long time, several years right now. Uh, it started with uh, my brother, Miles. Um, he was diagnosed with lupus in, in 2009. Uh, during his illness, he was offered a Make-A-Wish. Uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation granted of a wish. He was privileged enough to, to wish for um, recording equipment. You want to be a recording artist, you want to be a producer, uh, mm-hmm. work on some music. At the time I didn't I didn't know if that was really one what he wanted to do, but at that time he made a, a great single. I felt like I, I had a great network. I knew I had people I could reach out to and I said, Let me let me help you. Let me let me see where it where it can go. One thing led to another and I was like, Yo, let me protect my brother and his friends who was in a in a in a group at the time, Big Dreams. Let me let me protect them. Let me see what I can do. Let me let me see what avenues I can I can plug them in. I started reading books. I started to look at my idols. One thing led to another. Doors started opening, and here we are today on this interview with you, Barry. So I appreciate you reaching out, and and hopefully I could uh, teach a thing or two to to the listeners. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you as well. So when you talk about you having um, you had people that you could reach out to. How did that network come about? Were you already kind of interested in the music business or were these like friends that were doing music or family member that was doing music and you kind of reached out to them for advice? Uh, honestly, everything I picked it up by myself. My brother was uh, making beats uh, out of the basement and out of his room, recording in the studio with his friends every day. Um, Big Dreams started to work in the studio all the time. So I was like, let me see... Um, I have no music business background here in Montreal. We don't have, we don't at the time now the urban, now the urban scene is getting a look, but at the time in 2009, 2010, there wasn't a, wasn't that much of a, a a light shedded in Montreal. So I wanted to see what I can do. I knew that the, the industry was in the United States. So I just started to reach out to a lot of people. My focus was basically in the United States. Okay. What were some of the um, some of the literature that you picked up? Like you say, you just started studying on your own. What some of the resources and tools that you use to understand the music business better? It's uh, a great question. Of course, uh, there's uh, there's the famous book, Everything You Know About the Music Business. Um, of course, there's Artist Management, Plain and Simple Guide um, of Music Publishing. Of course, Randall Wixon, who you recently interviewed. Um, those are all great books that I started to pick up on. Also, YouTube. YouTube was a great, uh, great resource as well for me to to see recent people um, talk about their experiences rather than go back and, and look at the past. The music industry is always changing, so I, I really want to get a, a up to date background on things. Right now, you have uh, three artists that you work with. Can you name those artists and how you got involved with them? Uh, great question. Right now, I'm working actively with three uh, recording artists right now. Um, my brother, Miles, he's still making his music, recording his beats. Um, Rose and CJ Fleming. Uh, we're all based in Montreal on the West Island. Uh, they all grew up together 
so the network it's it's the the artists all came in house let's just say um i didn't have to reach out to people they all had they all had the individual talent to to create their own their own avenues and their own lane um they all have they all have their own everything to make themselves kind of unique so i just had to focus on their 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 strengths and see what avenues you can get them in mm-hmm. that's interesting so when you say like focusing on their strength as an artist manager do you have to constantly be aware and kind of almost involved in everything that they're doing to make sure that they're on point and every aspect of their career is at a hundred percent? Absolutely. I think that's a, uh, honestly it comes up with communication, uh, communicating with the, with the artists. I try to reach out to these guys as much as we can, try to send them material or even get creative outputs, uh, with the guys. Anytime we have a, uh, an off day or, or a day, we, we have that free time outside of the studio. It's to go shoot, create, make some videos. What the, the, what, what we do is content create as well outside of the music. It's, which is the most important thing. So outside of, um, the, the writing and producing, it's really content creating. So shooting videos, uh, getting editorials, which is my main focus. Is okay. How do you create strong editorial content for your artists? Cause that's really what sells. Oh, good. That's a good tip to know. Now, were the guys kind of hesitant at first since you didn't come in with the, the uh, necessarily a background before? Were they kind of like, ah, I don't know about this? Or did they trust you enough to be like, hey, we're going to take a shot and let him manage us? And y'all been down ever since. That's a that's a great question. I would really have to, uh, you'd have to ask the guys hopefully one day that, <laughs> that would happen. Um, yeah. uh, it's a great question, but honestly, being, the, being uh, Miles' older brother, and we picked it up together. Uh, he he was picking up his his uh, songwriting and and beat making, and I was picking up my my beat music business background. So I was learning it together uh, here in Montreal. There wasn't that much people we could reach out to in terms of a network or having some sort of mentorship in some way. So um, right now they were just looking at me as an older brother. So, so when CJ came in came into the picture as well, when CJ asked when we connected, he was only asking me questions and I was just giving him advice because he'd always be over at the, at the house, uh, kicking in with the guy. Okay. Okay. Now for people who do aspire to be artist managers, what are some traditional numbers that they can look at in terms of understanding how long these agreements should last? You know, if they pick up an artist, what are just the basic numbers that it usually looks like? Um, great question on some, Really, when it comes to in terms of terms, typical typically your terms are anywhere between three to five years. This is if you this is if you get your standard contractual agreements um, with a lawyer. Of course, um, you're looking at three to five years. Of course, with the communication you have with the artist, you guys could come up with a term. Okay, and what is the the standard rate that managers agree to get paid from their artists? Is there like a range? So the range, yeah, of course, there's a there's a range. The music the music industry is also changing too. Um, you could look back in the day, it was anywhere at standard twenty percent. Now you're hearing managers you're hearing managers go from anywhere from ten to twenty percent on the range. Um, I like to um, based on the based on the opportunity that presents itself, anywhere between fifteen and twenty. Uh, also, the amount of time that you're also putting in is uh, the amount of the amount of time. Like if it's a new client. For example, in the short term, of course, 
you would you'd have a shorter, a, a lower credit you would take. And would you also consider the amount of uh, income that the person is bringing in as well? Like if you were to take 10% of somebody who's making like a, a million dollars per show, or even if it were 5%, would that make sense for you to do as well? Like is every situation unique or do you guys usually do hard numbers? Uh, hard numbers. Our numbers based on based on the situation of the new client like with new client will be like fifteen percent. I mean the based on based on the gross revenue of the artist the artist earning. So of course at the end of the day what what the artist makes is what I make. So I have to really go out and put myself out there and and, and make sure what they want is what I want. Got it. Now I know you said that part of what you do is help create content and um, do editorial work. What are some of the other duties that you specifically think that every artist manager should be doing? It should be a part of anyone who's aspiring to do this. They should make sure that that's a part of their task. Communicating really Uh, not being afraid to reaching out, not being afraid to, to reaching out, communicating also, Learning how to learning how to copyright, learning how to uh, direct marketing. Uh, these are these are things and, and avenues that I wouldn't have known at the time getting into it that I'd have, that I'd be translating it right now. Um, marketing communications, uh, if you know SEO, right now the internet's big. So if you have an artist manager that's big on SEO, I think you you have a real winner right there. Mm. Um, don't be afraid to. Don't be afraid if you have a, a, a background in, in, in editing videos, if you have a background in, in mixing records. As long as you have a background in, in something at the end and you can translate it to helping your, your client get to where they need to get to, I, I don't see it as a, as a problem. Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned like uh, learning how to do copyrights and stuff. Is that something that you guys make sure you're always included on? It's not just the attorney overlooking the contracts, but you guys are looking at them as well? Of course, absolutely, absolutely. Um, getting getting your terms involved and having your agreements in place uh, is, once I get an agreement in place, I make sure I really look at the artist and we just try to have a communication based on what do they want and can we go translate that back to the word. So mm-hmm. it's really... Uh, having an open uh, one-on-one communication with your client, seeing seeing the best avenues you guys can both both agree on, because you both want both parties to win. Mm-hmm. And I imagine you being the, the manager, you have to communicate with everybody else on the team. How difficult is that, or is it is it pretty easy? Because you may have to deal with the the booking agents, the tour managers, the marketing people, the attorneys. You're the go-to person. Absolutely. You're definitely the mediator when it comes to these things. So uh, knowing that you are a, uh, air quote, middle middleman from from uh, sending and receiving information, it's, it's definitely a, a, a big role. So at the time, there's moments where back in the day, I was very overwhelmed with it. But now it's mm-hmm. like it's, it's, it's part of who I am now. So mm-hmm. um, making sure that making sure that you're 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 opening to receiving um, this information and translating it to the artists where you can deliver the, the information where they can understand it in, in plain English. That's, that's really the, uh, the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Now, is it very time consuming since you do have three different artists? Do they all have different team members or do you guys try to use the same people for each artist so that you only have to communicate, you know, with one person for marketing or one person for, um, let's say, advertising or whatever it may be? Or does each individual artist have to have their own team members? No, that's a that's a great question. Honestly, honestly, really, um, when it comes to the, when it comes to the artists, I try to give them uh, the tools and put them in a position where uh, they can they can do it themselves. So if they have someone that they're that they're, they're inspired to work with, let's put them on board. Uh, if I have someone that I have a go to, uh, someone to shoot photos of, that's that's my guy. If I have someone that, that's going to do my video, I'm going to use my my video guy at all times. But if someone's down to work uh to reach out to us and 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 help move the story forward i'm all for it no in terms of i know you said like it's your job to um you know get the money your interest is their best interest what revenue streams do you managers usually take a percentage of now again most managers work on commission so again the more you work and your team puts in the more money you make so the artist the artist management is mostly based on the gross income um, of the artist. So everything that they make in terms of merchandise, uh, mer- merchandise, the, re- the, the, re- the recording, con- excuse me, the, the recording, the royalties, um, as well as the brand sponsorships. Okay. Now, how do you usually pick your acts? Is it a, a family or friend reference? Or are you at the club scouting artists or searching SoundCloud? And this is like going forward if you choose to do more. Is that something you've been doing lately outside of the people that you work with now? Are you listening to SoundCloud or like going to the clubs? How do you see yourself moving forward getting more artists? Uh, word of mouth. Okay. We're, we're, word of mouth. Uh, right now, we're, right now the industry is, is, is where streaming is, is, is in place. Uh, we get a lot of we know what's popping on on what playlists. If it's your um, playlist on Apple Music or Rap Caviar on Spotify, so we kind of know what's up and coming. So it's kind of hard to determine um, what's actually really good. So word of mouth, based on you know the the, the young the youth, I have cousins that are sixteen, seventeen that are listening to music. Whatever they tell me, that's that's good. I just try to to listen to them. So I, I just keep my eye on the ears when it comes to SoundCloud. Also, don't be afraid of YouTube. Uh, YouTube is a great place where really upcoming people that don't know how to put themselves out uh, will put themselves on YouTube first. So if you just change your settings to most recent upload day, you'll find the most recent people that are actually up and coming. Right. And, and not get lost, not get lost in your, your playlists and on your social platforms like Twitter and Instagram. And they say like that's the the place where music is streamed the most anyway. Even though those other platforms are specifically for music, they say YouTube is a, the number one streaming site for music. Yeah, so. I, I, absolutely, uh, absolutely. I do recommend anyone that's uh, doing this, creating content, to to focus their their efforts on YouTube. Now, for you working with people, especially that are close to you, are are you finding yourself investing a lot of money into your clients just based on, you know, love? Cause that's my brother. I'm going to do it. Or is that something that you do anyway as a manager? That's honestly a great question, but I do appreciate you asking that. Um, 
starting starting this starting this was definitely uh, um, an investment. I was in an investment position because I wanted this to work. So really comes down to knowing yourself best because at the end of the day, I have the responsibility to create an effective structure that works best for these guys. Um, so <clears throat> if you feel like you need to invest in your artists, go ahead. You know what I mean? If you could create avenues where they can create these passive income streams and these revenue streams, if you have a number one single or 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 a smash or a smash hit, why not um, create these avenues for them? But right right now, if you need to invest, if you if you start out in nothing, if you need to uh, go out to to a Best Buy or your electronics store to start a laptop to get your your business going, I don't see a problem in that. I mean, it seems like a, a great investment, especially if you believe in the person, you know, I feel like in order for you to be a manager, you have to believe in your in your clients, your artists. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I strongly agree on that. You have to you have to believe on on anything. You know, what I mean, I really trust I trust these guys, you know, and if you can't trust your 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 clients, where, why are you in this in the beginning? Right. I mean, it's for me. It's not for me. It's not about the the my my fame. It's more about these guys' legacy. You know, I I want them to be in a position where they can they can sh- they can share their their creation, their talent, their work to a wider audience that's on an international level, and that's not just uh, on a local base. Uh, sharing it amongst your friends. You know, I want to turn these. You want to turn your acts into uh, headline sellout, sellout acts, right? And then when you talk about like it's about their legacy, how involved are you in the creative process when they're in the studio or when they're writing? Do you usually get involved in that process as well to say, "Yo, we're trying to build something that's going to be timeless." I suggest you, you know, do this or maybe think about approaching it this way. Uh, that's a great question. Of course, if you uh, if you have the idea uh, with your artist on the vision of what you're trying to do, I try to keep them on a timeline or on a on a on a game plan to keep them on that mission and see it through and not and not just sideways. Uh, we got to a point now where these guys are great songwriters themselves, where I don't need to um, chime in on what works or what doesn't. They, I, I trust them enough to to know. It really comes down to delivering the the quality content on the delivery in terms of your artwork, your videos, your 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 editorials. Um, translating it, translating that to people when they read it on on their phone or on their laptop, or actually hopefully they could see them perform live. That's really uh, where I where I try to shine and, and put those inputs. How did you guys get to that point of like? Oh, I'm just going to call it like excellence right now where you don't have to like monitor their writing or their performance skills. What were you guys doing to work on your craft to make sure that it's going to be the best every time you release something or every time you perform? Like, do you have these guys like um, rehearsing every other day? Do you have writing sessions? Do you just go in the studio and record just to get ideas out? What does that look like? Uh, a mix of a mix, a mix of it all. Okay. Uh, mix of it all in terms uh, in house we have in house as well as I create videos and, and take photos for the guys we also have um, 
our DJ in-house. Um, my brother was also a producer. He's in the studio all the time working and writing. Uh, he has an in-house studios. CJ mixes his own uh, music as well. So everything that they've done, they, they, over time, they've created the habit to, to doing this themselves where they don't need to outsource that type of work. Right. Oh, that's cool. So with the, the time frame that you guys have been doing this, have you seen certain areas where they've um, increased in terms of like fan base or just engagement? Are you guys measuring those metrics to be like, man, we get a lot more fans when we do live shows or we get a lot more followers when we're posting stories on Instagram, you know, like what are some of the things that you, the tools that you're using to get more people to be involved with you guys and what you're doing? Uh, it's a great question as well. I would say, um, ads, um, ads was definitely a great, a great help. So you have your, your Instagram, your Facebook, uh, advertising dollars in terms of digital marketing. I don't be afraid to invest in that. Uh, I've also noticed another thing when it comes to to these artists, uh, consistency in terms of the content. We're not just talking music. We're talking the pictures that you see on Instagram. You're talking um, the the lyric videos you see on YouTube. You're talking the the, the lyrics uploaded on Genius, or even any any anything that can create um, uh, at least uh, an opening to their lifestyle. That's really, that's really try to make it like, try to make the content like an open diary. That's really, that's really what you try to focus on. So if you're consistent on doing, on doing that, you, you'll see the work pay off. Mm, that's a, a good idea. When you talk about consistently putting out content for the people who are wondering what that looks like, is that just making sure you release like a new project every one or two months or is that putting up you know, maybe a freestyle video every day or something like how often do you have to in this day and age, especially how often do you have to keep the attention of your consumers? Do you need to be on social media every day putting out something, whether it's talking on live or putting up a short video? Because, I mean, I'm wondering, like, do do you have time off at this time to focus purely on a craft or do you feel like you will lose the attention of people if you're not constantly engaging with them? You'll definitely, you'll definitely lose. I wouldn't say the intention, but more, more the interest. Mm. Um, then you lose more, you lose more the interest when you're not posting online consistently. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're also creating uh, 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 an air of curiousness. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not posting, and I know you're a recording artist, or I know you're a content creator, you must be cooking up something as well. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're keeping your friends in the loop and you're keeping your friends involved on what you're what you're actually doing. Um, those are what, what I try to tell the guys on. So keeping that, keeping that actual window, like, Hey, Hey guys, how's everything? Those little updates. Uh, you don't need to uh, put a freestyle video out every day. As long as you're in a war room with your guys and create a timeline and make the timetable correct, making sure that there's, there's, there's 52 weeks in a year. It's not that hard to, to, to break it down. Mm-hmm. And I guess like how you said, letting people know what you're doing. So even if you are in the studio recording, just putting up a, maybe a small clip of you, you know, doing a verse Absolutely. or being at the studio mixing or something like that. Absolutely. And if the guys are not putting, if the guys are not putting content online, 
um, I'll definitely assume it's the manager's job to to keep the conversation going behind the scenes. So if you have if you if you have a Gmail, Yahoo, or or Microsoft client to use with email, don't be afraid to to reach out. That's that's really that's really where where where, where it's all happening. Do you per- particularly do that for your artists? Like, do they want you to manage their social media or tell you what to put up? Or is that something you just do by request? Uh, by request. Mm-hmm. By request. If they need me to, I, I, I let them do it themselves. Uh, I cannot fake, I cannot fake myself being the artist. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it's, it's their tweets, it's their pictures, it's their videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, you can see it through when, 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 when it's automated, mm-hmm. you can see through it. You can see through, it, especially when it comes to 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 creating a narrative. When it when it comes to recording artists, now I know you have three artists you're working with right now. How many should it, a beginning? Because you've been doing this for years now. If someone's just starting off, should they take on that many clients? If people are approaching them, or should they focus on one client at a time? That's a great question. Uh, um, I wish uh, if anyone could take on the role of multiple clients, by all means, go go ahead. Uh, it really comes down to the to the relationship. So if, if you if you can take on one client, I definitely recommend that. So if you're really starting off, to at least get involved and and get in the picture. When I started this with Miles and and and, and the gang, they were a group. Mm-hmm. So I was I was I was with. I was with four guys from the jump mm-hmm. and I had to take it like that. Mm-hmm. So it was just learning more how to handle with more, more, more uh, emotions, more relationships, mm-hmm. uh, translating it with different people. So uh, I, 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 if I thought I'd do it all over again, I would, but if you're, if you're an artist, a manager and you have three clients in front of you, figure out which one is more beneficial to you, which one you actually believe in. That's what mm-hmm. it comes down to. I believe in the guys from day one, nice. so I, I I saw I saw it through, and I'm seeing it through until the end. Mm-hmm. Is there a certain type of personality or some characteristics that you think an artist manager needs to have in order to be successful? A characteristic an artist manager needs to have, um, I would say, I would say, uh, walk around with the lens of truth in your back pocket. You know, really learn how to how to how to read people, really learn how to see situations, you know, um, and trust your gut. That's what it comes down to. You, you trust your gut at the end of the day. It's never wrong. That's really it. Lay your ideas down. Sleep on it if you have to. Uh, don't jump into it. Even if you get that email that you've been waiting on, don't just don't just reply right right away. See it through. Wait it out. Take your time when it comes to these things because it's definitely a um, the music industry it's it's it's, it's 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 open promises that's i'm in the business of open promises but you have to see it as you have to see it as making sure you're very good at closing it. Mm-hmm. and if you're a great closer you're, you're gonna see it all the way through all right yeah i, I just kind of touched on this with um another person i interviewed earlier today and they were just talking about how um a, a lot of people will want you to just kind of do things quick, but if they have your best interest for you, they're not going to be like, oh, you need to sign this tonight or the deal's off the table. It's like if somebody really cares about you and what you're trying to do, then they'll give you time to think about it. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Definitely. 
And um, I heard you touch on this earlier. So I, when you talked about genius, uploading your lyrics there, is that something that anyone can do? Or do you, do you have to like pay for it? Or is there a certain type of account you have to have? Because I think that that would be another way just for people to get discovered. But I don't know if a lot of people know about that. Absolutely. Um, again, if you, if you if you have an artist and, and, and you don't have their socials up, Make sure you have everything on point. So genius.com, um, formerly Rap Genius, is where you have your lyrics uploaded and annotated by the community. Mm-hmm. So you just have to have an account uh, and make sure you get your artists verified. So once you have multiple singles singles out, uh, they're linked. They're linked with it, knowing that the artist is official, mm-hmm. and hopefully the community. Uh, Hopefully, when the community dives into the music, they'll start annotating the, the records. But it's completely free service. Mm-hmm. Also, you have to wait for others to put the lyrics up there, or or you can you put them up there yourself? You put them up there. You put them up there yourself. You put them up there yourself. Oh, okay. Definitely. Yeah, you put them up there yourself. If you want to annotate them yourself, you can do it too. There's even a section where the artist can annotate it, so it's like verified by the artist, which is I find the coolest feature. Yeah. Now with right. now with with the integration with with uh, with Spotify and Genius, uh, and, and it's definitely a great look. Mm-hmm. So, what are some of the other things that? managers should be making sure that their artists are signed up with and that they're doing before they even release the music or in preparation for a release. Can you just give us like your checklist of what you would do? Yeah, absolutely. Your performance rights uh, society. So ASCAP, BMI in the States, uh, SoCan in Canada. Um, if you're registered with your performance organization, it's definitely the, the first start. So you can start registering your, your, your records um, as well as the socials. Spotify for artists, Apple Music just recently opened their, their data for their analytics. Uh, you need a distributor, so if you have an a independent distributor uh, like CD Baby, DistroKid, TuneCore, so you can start putting out your music, mm-hmm. which you do need to register and have an account and pay an annual fee. Um, but that's, oh, those are the first those are the first checklists that you need. YouTube, make sure you have your, your website. Mm-hmm. Go go out on go out on Google Domain and make sure you get uh, your domain because a lot of artists will get get in the running, put their music out, get their Instagram account, forget that the .dot com is taken, and then what do you do at that point? Mm-hmm. So uh, branding is very an important thing. You really want to sit down and 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 really start start with the website, if anything, uh, and and trickle it down from there. To, to your email addresses, to official e- uh, email addresses, to verifying the accounts on on YouTube. All things need requirements like certain amount of followers and whatnot, which will take time, but mm-hmm. it's it's not a rush. This is this is a marathon at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. As long as you're you're delivering the content uh, properly, that's all that matters. All right. Now, do you guys have a a system where you're looking at the analytics all the time? Do you make sure that you do that, like, maybe after three months of a project, you're like, okay, we have this many views on YouTube, or we got an increase of this many followers. Do you pay attention to the analytics a lot before you make your next move? Absolutely. I look at the analytics. I look at the analytics a lot in terms of location. Mm-hmm. Um, location is location is everything, so that way you can start uh, redirecting your ads to to your those core those core audiences. Um, of course, you won't want to see your daily 
your daily numbers, your weekly numbers, and then eventually your your 90-day numbers down the line, uh, and then figuring out what worked from your from that first from that rollout, that previous rollout, and what can you guys do better on the next one? Because at the end of the day, it's uh, treating a record is it's, it's learning how to walk. Now, is there one tool that streamlines all of that data or are there different um, platforms that you have to use to track all of that? Different platforms you have to check on the definitely have some uh, ideas on paper that I'd like to have all this streamlined in, in, in one way, shape or form. But right now it's all separate accounts that you have to manually do it. So don't forget to go on um, uh, YouTube Studio to check your YouTube analytics. Mm-hmm. Don't forget Spotify artists, don't forget your website analytics as well, which are very important. If you're on Instagram for business, which is very important for, for those who want to use direct marketing on Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, checking those analytics numbers are very important as well. So Spotify for artists, how do you get that account? Is that just happens once your music is up there? Or how do you get access to that? So once your music is, uh, once your music is, is, is with uh, distributed online, you just have to go on Spotify for artists, um, link your Spotify account with uh, with the artist or with the record you're, with the record you're, you're releasing. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the ver- once the artist gets verified, you'll start seeing your your, your analytics numbers. I find it's a great tool. I really I really like what they what the team over there did. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely helped helped us in 2016 and 2017 with the numbers. Mm-hmm. And then when you when you talked about like location and stuff, um, do you mean that in regards to like where you're gonna go to perform and tour? Like when you absolutely bands in town. When if you want, when it when it comes to actual ticket buyers, mm-hmm. bands in town is what I look at in okay. terms of where to perform next, perform next, or at least uh, start marketing um, the music there. Also, when it comes to uh, the fans, knowing how much typical fans that might come out to a show that's why i look at the locations so how does that work what do you mean how does it work when you're looking at bands in town so you mean like from previous shows like after you already said you went to five different cities and you're like okay these many people came out to this show in this city according to bands in town or is there a way to look at and forecast how many people will come out before you actually go to that place so bands in town is more of a forecasting Mm-hmm. Bands in Town is also a place where you can once once you make your account, uh, once you make your account, you'll see how many people are actually following that artist. Mm-hmm. Those people following that artist are people that actually are actual people that might want to go to a show. These are people that you actually could direct messages and emails to mm-hmm. uh, for upcoming shows. So you you'll have at least a core audience in terms of in terms of. Um, live performances on, on bands in town. Whereas when you're on Spotify, Apple music or SoundCloud analytics, it's more on the listener and the listenership. Mm-hmm. And so on bands in town, you can be like, Oh, I have this many followers in this mm-hmm. city. So I'm going to make sure I go perform there. Absolutely. You want to make sure you perform there and make sure you at least have a, a, a an overview of what size of venue you want to perform at. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to perform at a small at, at the smallest Starbucks, or if you want to go perform at the the, the biggest venue in that city, mm-hmm. um, it's possible. Mm-hmm. Now, have you heard of sound charts, and do you use that? If so, sound charts. I've, I've never it, I've never heard of. Is that it sound stuff. charts? I'm wondering if it's sound charts. It's the um, 
I think it's one of uh, Pandora's. Uh, what is it called? I think it's like a way where people can actually track data as well. Yeah, I'm on it right now. Data analytic workflow management for the music industry. So I I haven't used Soundtrack yet. Yeah. Uh, definitely looking to. I'll definitely look into this. Yeah, I heard a, a lot about it, so I want to definitely interview someone from there. But I heard it has great analytics, so maybe that's something that you guys can uh, check out as well. Absolutely, thanks, Barry. I'll check, I'll check this out. No problem. Now, for you being a um, an artist manager, do you actually network with other managers in order for you guys to like share information and stuff and just learn from each other? Like, are there any associations or groups that other aspiring managers can become a part of to network and learn from one another? Um, other than my Reddit community, shout out music business and music industry on on Reddit, uh, the internet is my best friend when it comes to networking. Um, just to be out there and make sure, and then don't, don't be afraid of reaching out. Uh, when it comes to these associations or, or forum based, uh, managers, it's not, there's not many that, that I know of or, or, or have used. I just, if I see a, an artist manager that I like or, or I like to resonate, I'll just send an Instagram DM and see, see where that goes. Mm-hmm. See how that relationship goes and see if I could provide value in some way, shape, or form. Nice. And do you have any, like, young and upcoming people that reach out to you? Uh, like, yo, uh, it's it's starting. It's 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 funny you say that. It's it's starting. Uh, I'm getting a lot of little messages on, on, on the internet, actual emails of people curious right now uh, into what I do and respecting the things that I'm, that I'm doing for the guys. So I, I see it, it it's, it's, it's speaking, it's, it's coming soon. Nice. I mean, that must feel good knowing that, you know, people look at you as an expert now, we're like an authority in the field who can actually give something of substance to them. Something must be working. I, I, right. when, when someone reaches, so, so, when someone reaches out, I, I, I look back at, at where I started uh, I look at where I'm trying to go and I'm, I humble myself on and very appreciative on where I'm at right now with all this. So as long as I can create a tool or inspire and show people that, Hey, you can do this too. It's not that hard. That's all that matters. Right. Right. Now, cause I know like the people you worked with, you work very closely with them, but outside of that, do you think it's necessary to have all clients under a contract or some client deals based on a handshake? Or would you consider doing it based on a handshake? Great question. Uh, protect yourself. I definitely recommend getting a contract and having a review. Um, honestly, you'd have to feel you'd have to feel it out. It comes all the way down to the relationship. So I really highly recommend to have a contract, have at least an agreement mm-hmm. with with your guys. See what they're willing to do. See what you're willing to do. Uh, and, and and make and make that work. When it comes to upcoming clients, new clients that, that I'm working working with, definitely want to get them on a management a management agreement based on the the, the relationships and the activities that I've done throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Got it. Now, for your company, what's the overall goal? Are you guys looking to take every artist that you work with and get them signed with a major record label, or what's the mm-hmm. overall goal with your artist? Um, the overall goal is is really uh, aiding the artists in positioning themselves in the right situation that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have you have Miles Dan wants to be. Uh, 
the greatest recording artist of all time. You have, you have um, also someone like Rose just wanting to have his own avenue and stay in his own lane. So you have, you, as long as you have a vision and you want to see it through, there's there's no big or 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 small goal that you can achieve. Mm-hmm. It's really the vision on the artist and, and making sure that you can see it through for them. Mm-hmm. So if they want to just focus on their end goal is just to get a sponsorship with uh, XYZ brand. Let's see it through. If their their goal is to get a Grammy. Let's see that through. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, open to new artists right now? And like, how many different genres do you feel comfortable working in? Right now, I work in the urban the urban industry, um, but I'm very knowledgeable as well in, in pop and R and B. When it comes to when it comes to this, so, uh, I'm open, when it comes to I'm in the music business, so as long as it it, it it resonates with my ear and I can feel I can feel something out of the music and what you're trying to 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 portray, um, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, before we wrap, I always just like to make sure that we get to cover anything that you think is important because I'm not a manager, so I don't know what I should be letting aspiring managers know. So, what do you think is important that you know? everybody who wants to get into this field needs to know about management. Uh, do this because you want to do this. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not about, and do this because you want to do this. It's, it's really, um, don't, don't force yourself in, 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 into this artist management. If you feel like you, you have what it takes, you're, you're comfortable, you like the music business, and you want to learn, and you want to reach out to people, and communicate, network. It's, it's a great avenue. It's, it's definitely scary when I first started, but today, today I'll do it all over again. I'll do it all. Over, I'll do it all over again, Barry. That's the, that's one thing I, I, I'll let you know because um, this has this has helped me get to places I would have never thought I, I, I would have done a couple of years ago. And when you say the places that you've never been, do you mean like physically, geographically, or even even just growth as a person, like being more confident or, or being more of a people person, or are you just both? Talking? Oh, okay. Both, both in terms of in, uh, in terms of traveling from uh, doing shows at festivals or being in the room with uh, uh, X Y Z artists, or or being in the conversation with with people in the music industry that people look up to i don't want to name drop when it comes to these <laughs> things but i i definitely i look at that as kind of the growth that i'm that i'm doing um so that's pretty that's pretty much how i i measure i measure myself as well as as well as the the guys of course when it comes to the streams the streams are only getting bigger um we have cj Fleming that just passed the many streams on spotify with a single blowing congratulations Thank you. Miles, uh, Miles has 500,000 500, streams on his single drive, as well as traded on on the viral the viral charts of Canada and Spotify. So there's definitely uh, growth and development with the music, and it's resonating to the fans. We just got to translate it and be more consistent with it. What do you attribute that to when you say you're passing up a million streams or you know half a million streams? Is that based on the marketing work, or what do you think are the main factors that contribute to that? the the great record yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it comes down to that's what that's what we're in it for we're in it for the great record but of mm-hmm. course 
the 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 marketing and and delivering really how you deliver the single. You could look at one single this one this one single might do better than the other, but you got to ask yourself why. Mm-hmm. It really starts with the music. Nice, nice. Well, do you guys have anything that you want to uh, promote while we're here? You know, I always like to just leave the platform open to any videos coming out soon, any albums, EP, singles. Like, you know, just let us know what you guys are doing or if you have any shows coming up. Yeah, absolutely. I do appreciate that. Make sure you check out the, the artist's website, milesgannon.com, fjcummings.com, youngrose.com, um, as well as their music on Apple Music and Spotify. Uh, Miles is working on his second project, Dad, uh, Driving Determined, as well as CJ Fleming following, following up with Mescal Tears. So that's that's what's coming up. Rose is working on his debut, releasing singles and content. And we're, we're heading to Florida next week to go shoot a, a video. So we're definitely going to um, to make this work for everyone. Nice, man. Congratulations. I, I love that you guys are just just trucking along and you know all supportive of each other so nothing but the best i wish for you guys and uh before we wrap just let people know where they can find you at if they want to get in contact with you somebody might be looking for a manager and want to reach out to you so social media email whatever you want to give out absolutely if you if you guys Gannon, that's s-d-o-t-g-u-e-n-i-n um you can find me on s.gannon.com s.gannon on twitter instagram um, YouTube is coming soon. I'm going to make you content courage for, for my YouTube people. Uh, if anyone has any questions or just want to reach out and just want to build, uh, let's get it. I'm super open. I love helping people. Perfect. Well, thank you again, man, for your time. We really appreciate it. And for everyone that's listening, if you like it, please rate and review. And we'll check back in with you on another episode. Thank you, Barry. All right. Have a good one.